What's up, everybody? It's your guy, DJ Doris E. And I'm Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. And first off, let me start off by saying my apologies, because um, we were supposed to be doing a whole month of just business talk and bringing in business people, but I'll be mm-hmm. the one to say I dropped the ball because I ain't scheduled. Mm-hmm. No, well, I, I got people kind of on standby, but I just mm-hmm. we didn't put out the date. So, um, yeah, my bad. You know, I just... This this COVID thing has just kind of had me like, blah. The way I operate, I have to have a lot going on for me to function right. When there's and not I a lot going, a on, lot going on, so hmm? I always have a lot going on. So it's yeah, you do. But you know. I mean, it's it's for me, it's been kind of like slow motion. I mean, besides- I know, but that's why I'm like, babe, did you call someone? So did you set up someone? Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get to him. I'm gonna call him. I'm, I'm gonna make a note. And it's just like. My, okay. I just been kind of like in this blah, you know, besides me just, you know, working every day, I'm used to a whole lot more going on. And when a whole lot is not going on, I, for whatever reason, it seems, I've been hearing people say things like because of COVID, they've been going hard with their bit, you know, doing stuff. For me, I'm appreciating the downtime and taking the downtime. And I think I got to climb back out of this thing and get back to, you know, um, it's kind of hard for me just to find things to do. COVID has slowed everybody down, everything down. So it's just kind of like, huh, Netflix and chill. That's interesting because I just think that's the difference between extroverts and introverts. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a more introvert, and so I can find stuff to do easily. Like, I can occupy my time very easily. Mm-hmm. rather Because even when I'm in the doctor's office, sometimes I could get very frustrated because I'm waiting. And I'm like, no. Go ahead and check that email. Respond back to that email. Send that text. Oh, look up so-and-so like you was going. So for me, it's like it's always stuff backed up in the queue mm-hmm. that I'm just too busy to deal with. So it's like, okay, I got a moment. Let me go ahead and take care of this or let me take care of that. I'm never bored. Mm-hmm. And you, you know- In 16 years, when have you ever heard me say I'm bored? Never. No, I'm never bored because I always have something in the back burner that's waiting for me to get to. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, there's a young lady that I met, one of my niece's friends, they're both seniors in college and um, going back to school and they're trying to finish up their internships. And so she was at my sister's house. The kids and I went down and spent the night, had the time of our lives at my sister's house about what, two weekends ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, this young lady came over. And so I was telling her, because she's in school to be a marketing communication somebody. Mm -hmm. And she's really trying to focus on, like, managing social media and business accounts for people. And I was like... Did you get her information? I did. She keeps calling me. And I'm like, I need to get me and you on the same page to be on the phone with her. Mm -hmm. Because between our businesses and organizations, I'm like, she can help do all of that stuff so basically that's what she does she's like she goes through she does all your account stuff kicking out the stuff that you want to go out the content that you want to come out managing this is, everything this is something that i said that was i've been saying you've I been think, saying i said I my husband wanna... has been saying this for the longest i said so i need you yeah. so she's been on me because she's trying to use our opportunity as a part of her internship for her school. Oh, I got and, work for her. And I was like, we have plenty of work. I just need to sit my husband down and get our schedules still enough to be able to talk to you to go through everything. And see, that's, that's been one of the things for me. I said between me doing gigs and I posted today. I forgot to tell you, I was looking at my calendar. 
my calendar for September is almost fully booked up, baby. Oh. So I'm like, I'm back. We're going to miss you again. Yeah, y'all going to miss me this next month. Oh. September, I'm like. I'm happy and sad. I have gigs almost like I would normally have them. So, I'm happy for you, yeah, so but I'm, I'm like, sad. Yeah, well, I'm happy. I'm happy for you, but I'm just like, it's. we've gotten so accustomed to you being home. Mm. But I'm about to throw up these two fingers so fast. That's and be okay. We'll here. have a sleepover here. I tell my sister to come up here. Yeah, but um, see, for me, I know I can have my Instagram quote unquote popping. Yeah, we just don't have the time. I just when I'm when I'm DJing, I, the last thing I'm thinking about doing is I have I'm th- the last thing I'm thinking about doing is pulling out my phone mm-hmm. and then taking some pictures and recording a clip. And for me, I need somebody with me. Mm-hmm. I need somebody that's gonna travel with me when they're when we're doing a de- when we're doing a podcast. They're here. They're doing our social media stuff, so I ain't got to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Because the truth be told, I book a lot of my events off of social media. Yeah, especially weddings. You know, like I have my contacts for like when I do the casinos or when I do the 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 you know more public events. Those are kind of like revolving events. That, you know, like I got to Hollywood from Dayton to uh, Columbus and uh, Indiana. Like those are the ones that kind of like know me. They book me consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to weddings, a lot of those people don't know me. Yeah. Or they word get a referral mm-hmm. or it's word of mouth. And then the first thing that they do, first thing, first thing they that they do, social media. they go to social media. And the most popular one is Instagram. Instagram. And I have clips that I've. Facebook that, is almost kind of like outdated. It is. Yeah. Uh, people people might send me a message on Facebook, but then they'll it's go Instagram. straight to Instagram mm-hmm. because Instagram is more. It's quick. It's it's quick, but it's uh, it's more video and picture. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, that's why I say it's quick because yeah. it's not a whole lot of reading um, paragraphs and you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. just like you look at some pictures. It's a really quick video. And that's it. You know, speaking of social media, here's the one thing that I've been trying like. I have really kind of learned the algorithm of how social media works. I haven't figured it out. That's why I said with this young lady, I'm like, if you understand all of that and you know how to make stuff work and sync, mm-hmm. yeah, we need to get together. And even as an entrepreneur and, and, and specifically speaking as a DJ, there's reasons why I don't do a lot of things on social media anymore. I don't back. I would say five, six, seven years ago, I used to love having a good debate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now I'm very cautious. I don't I don't I don't speak religion. I don't speak politics on social media because people are watching and I'm very well aware of it. And people reference like I remember back in the day Terrence used to be going in on people. But what's so what's so, well people be going in on Terrence and they going back and forth. What's so interesting is I never we're Facebook friends, but I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to your social media accounts for some reason. Mm-hmm. If something pops up in my feed, and I think how the algorithm is set too, your you, feed you don't see everybody. Your feed don't. Your feed doesn't even come across my feed a lot. I think it's so, based on who you have the most interactions with that you see. Yeah, so I'm like, I didn't. You'd be like, did you see my post today? No, like I didn't even see it. I'm, not, but again, I'm not on social media every day all day i probably go to instagram so so this is how i have my social media account when it comes to facebook it's more of the people that i personally know Mm -hmm. when it comes to instagram it's people that i follow Mm -hmm. 
in different entertainment industries, whatever, mm-hmm. education, whatever. It's people that I follow. So for me, when it comes to Facebook, usually I'm on there to look at something or kind of get caught up on the people that I know I've come across in my circles over the years. Mm-hmm. But Instagram to me is more informative. So like that's when I find, you know, I found out about Guy Rest Soul, Jacob, um, what's the guy that got um, shot? He didn't get killed, but this, the guy that got shot seven times in the back. Yeah, up in Jacob West, Blake. Wisconsin. I think it's Jacob Blake. Yeah. But I learned about that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't see that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even see it on my on my um local news app. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I seen that on Instagram. So that's kind of like I use the two outlets for two different things mm-hmm. too. And even how I post, if I post, like you say, I'm posting a picture saying I'm on vacation. More than likely, I'm gonna post that on Facebook. Yeah, because that's my friend group, and I'm posting it late. A lot of people. Yeah, you post it late, but it's gonna be on. It's gonna because I'm sharing that particular social media outlet with my family and friends. Mm -hmm. So usually, I post that on Facebook, and you can post it as you're doing it. Me personally, I post stuff sometimes. Sometimes I wait, but I'm just I'm saying because of who you have following me, following you, Mm -hmm. and, and part of your friend list to where. You know, I used to, I post stuff, I don't post stuff as I'm doing it. Even my gigs, I don't be like, I'm here. Like, yeah, from, some, a safety, from, from a safety, safety standpoint. Aspect, yeah. And sometimes I do, most of the time I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times I've even gotten away from posting where I'm going to be. Unless it's something special. You know what's interesting about that? When I was um, teaching, when I was an administrator in a, in a district a few years ago, right? And um, it's kind of taboo for educators to take vacation time during the school year. Mm-hmm. It's very taboo. You know, it's kind of like. Unless it's like the long huh? Christmas break. Or long yeah, it's like break. if like you have a Christmas break and a Thanksgiving break and an Easter break. So those are the breaks times that you should be using for your vacation air quote times. Mm-hmm. But so if, if I have a friend that says, you know, go on a cruise with me in October. Then I'm like, eh, I can't go because it's during the school year, right? That's the best price. But let me tell you, it's the best price. It's the best price. Yeah. And we've never been able to do it because mm-hmm. I was always in the school setting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went for my niece's birthday to Florida probably about three, four years ago now. In February. Yeah, in, in February. And it was her 18th birthday, I believe. Yeah, I think she was she was 18. So it was a big birthday. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I want you to go with me. We're going to go to Florida, hang out, whatever, whatever. Was you teaching at the time? I was an administrator at the time. Okay. I was an assistant principal. Okay, yeah. And so I went, right? It wasn't no secret. My principal knew. My, you know, secretary, admin staff, they knew, right? I'm going to be out for a few days. Maybe I went Friday. Maybe I took off a Friday and a Monday, like an extended weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I get a text message from one of my professional friends, one of my professional buddies, because I'm in Florida and I'm taking pictures and I'm posting them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I get this text message from my professional friend like, hey, um, you might not want to post that. You might want to wait till you get back. So I was like, why? And she was like, because it's just frowned upon for, you know, people to be out on vacation during the school year. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Thanks for pulling my coattail, you know, because if that's the silent expectation, Mm -hmm. then thank you for telling me versus talking about me. Tell Mm -hmm. me. But I felt like this is ridiculous. 
you know, like, and then as an administrator too, we work longer than the teacher year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when what, else was I going to be able to, when, when, else, when else was I going to be able to do You have, anyway? even in the summer, they give you like three to four weeks and that's it. You know, opposed to the eight to ten weeks and that's that the teachers time get. That everybody else is on vacation. And, and it's expensive and it's crowded and you can't get the stuff that you want. So I have enjoyed not being in the school setting for that reason. Because if we wanted to take a Mediterranean cruise, we can take it in September for twelve we, to fourteen days. And that's what we and was planning. I I don't have nobody looking at me sideways talking about it's a school year. Yeah, and that's the beauty of what you do now. Like me and you, we can we can um we can move any time of the year. Now. Yeah. Out even with the kids in school. Yeah. Matter of fact, we did do that. We did. Last year when we went to Barcelona, the kids was in school. And we left and we, left we had our you know, our family take care of the kids and it was fine. And it was easier too because because our niece kept them. My mm-hmm. niece kept them. And she was able to go to school and work during the day. They was at school. And then she just came home in the evenings. And it was fine. It was you know? Fine. Yeah. So it's just like, it's crazy. that Te- teachers, got it, teachers got it hard. I mean, Here, they do. It, here's the other thing, though. Like, even for me, one thing that I've learned. And I was talking to a, um, uh, another business associate of mine who's actually been on this podcast. Um, and we, we was playing Mortal Kombat last night. Oh, Lord. And uh, I was like... Screaming all the way two floors up. I can hear you. Yeah, we was going at it. But, um, yeah, that's the beauty of gaming. He was at his house. I was at my house. We playing Mortal Kombat. I mean, I literally just stopped like, what is that? Yeah, I was down here hollering. Couple cuss words almost came out, and I don't even cuss. Listen, but anywho, I would have fell down the steps. Like what? Yeah, like it. It was. It got bad last night. Me and him was going at it, but you know, in between, we was talking about you know social media yeah, down here, like the like the you know when you had the movies and they be trying to blurb the cussing out. Yeah, mother sucker. No, I was I was on my Chris Tucker on TBS. You got to be a stupid money grabber to get fired on your day off. But um, you know, we was talking about green is green. I don't care what your political party is. And a lot of times when people try to suck me into um, political conversations like, who am I voting for and what are my thoughts, I plead the fifth. Because, I, you, to be quite honest, you're not messing up my business in the blackest form I could say. You ain't messing up my money because you got me to talk about my dislike for this particular uh, Political party. party and somebody see that post and like oh you're a blah 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 supporter and, and not just your money your job too i mean it, yeah, just, it just, gets to be too sticky it's like lot, just leave it alone if you're not in my personal circle yeah, you, you don't know what my mm-hmm. you don't know what my um political uh, uh affiliations are you or, can or, guess or, you can you can guess but you know i don't talk about it publicly i don't really do the religious debates anymore publicly I don't really talk about there's certain things that I just don't talk about publicly because and here's here's the problem that I've been having. I have my business page set up, but a lot of times for whatever reason people still come to my personal. And I'm like so even from my personal page, I don't really talk about a lot of stuff, especially on my business page I don't. Business page is straight up strictly promotion. Mm-hmm. That's what it's there for. But, like, my only personal page that I have is my Facebook. My Instagram, business. My Facebook, business. My Snapchat, business. What else I got? 
Those are kind of like my main ones. Twitter is business. And I don't talk about personal stuff. But um, social media is one of those things. What a lot of people don't realize too, like it or not, when you're going for a job, you better clean your page. You better clean your page up. First of all, because I- it, it, even though it's not, it don't seem right. People can find the authentic you on your social media, mm-hmm. and they not gonna tell you. And it might be discrimination, but if I see you, if I'm hiring for a position within a company, and I see you on Facebook and you cussing people out and. You just got drama going on. But it's not even just that. It's also being tagged. This is the thing that I don't like. Oh, that's that, blocked. That, you can't do that with me. You can't even tag me. You can't tag me. I, I got that blocked. You cannot tag me. I need me. to do that too. Because when you. I have to approve it. Yeah, I need to approve it. Because even with the tag, I, there's been times where I have to tell somebody like, uh, I need you to take that down. Mm-hmm. Or you can remove yourself. Oh, well, I need yeah, to learn. I, like, because yeah. maybe I'm somewhere having a good time. I'm not realizing that you had me in your video or mm-hmm. you took a picture of me that I'm not, you know, really that fond of or whatever. And then now you've tagged me. Now it's like, okay, I didn't post this. I wasn't trying to put that out there, but you put this out here for me. Mm-hmm. Now that's still going to slight me in my reputation because you didn't put me out here to characterize me to look a certain way. Not that you did it intentionally, mm-hmm. but it's like, no, that's not how I'm trying to prepare portray myself on this social media page Mm -hmm. you know it's weird a lot of people i know some people probably view me as square but i i I consider myself very um uh careful because even when i'm out and i know people like for instance who i was playing mortal Kombat with last night brian who, who i was playing he's a he's a fitness trainer when What's his I, name? Ryan. You said Brian. I said Ryan. You said Brian. You probably heard Brian. I said you Ryan. You said Brian. I said Ryan. But anywho, Ryan is who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He has his own fitness. Whenever I go DJ at his, you know, uh, place of business, it's straight professional. Me and him, when we on Mortal Kombat in his sideline, ha 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 ha, we having our our guy talk. But when I'm doing when I'm doing business, and it's usually people that you know is is. They in the gym, they working out, they haven't, they doing their workout, they cuss me out, yada, yada, yada. I don't, I don't get, I don't go back at them the same way they come back at me. And it's intentional because I don't know who's in that gym that's watching me. Listen, when they say it's six degrees of separation I between people, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times somebody know, knew somebody that knew somebody that knows me, and then now I'm in a situation with that person, and they're like, I remember you from such and such. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? What? And I'm like, thank God I wasn't acting a fool. Thank God I had a decent reputation. Like now, when I cut loose and I and I really just you know let my mustache down, <laughs> not my hair. When I really get loose is when we're in our small circles. Yeah. If you notice, I don't let loose. You open up then. I, but I'm very open. In and our you small don't circles. open up that much then, but. Oh yes, I do. No, you're not. They you're you're a really really close to the chest. Um. No, what what I'm saying is let loose. Like when when I I mean being silly, yeah, but yeah. I mean you're you're not a, a big vulnerable like no, oh y'all. No, no. My point is when I get to acting, when silly, I, silly, being funny, being yeah. goofy. I'm always That's being true. goofy, being silly. But we've heard people say, "Dag, T, I would hate to see you drunk." Yeah, they'd be like, "And he ain't had none, y'all sure?" 
he he ain't he ain't got nothing in his system. He's always like this. Yeah, always when I'm around y'all. But when I'm out in public, I don't I don't conduct myself um, any other way than professional because I never know who's watching. Never know who's watching. So um, yeah, I I think you just have to be very very careful with social media because. I know it's your, I know you, I, I've heard Charlemagne say this, you have the right to free speech, but other people have the right to react to your free speech too. For sure. And that's why I try to really drill that into the kids because now they are on their social media pages, meaning like TikTok, you know, wanting to be on YouTube and different things like that. You still have to conduct yourself like you're not invisible, like the whole world, you can access you see you make a judgment about you make a you know accusation against you whatever Mm -hmm. and so you have to know how to conduct yourself at all times and i tell the people tell the kids act like somebody's always watching because they are it's somebody in the book and we see it time and time again even with these cell phones capturing some of this stuff people think they out there by themselves mm-hmm. and somebody got their phone propped up in their hand or in their window if it ain't a capturing f- stuff look i seen this um i don't remember what show it was but you know we watched like you know you might watch chicago pd or any type of investigative Lord, show when they gonna come back on any type of investigative show and i'm gonna tell you what's interesting we talk about big brother and stuff and when you say people act like somebody's always <clears throat> act like somebody's always watching, somebody is always watching because think about this. I remember watching one investigative show, and they was looking for some evidence, and what the person caught on a cell phone wasn't enough, but what they was able to do was look at the timestamp and the lo- the GPS location of where they they caught the footage. What they did was they pulled up every ATM camera, mm-hmm. the traffic light cameras, the everything. traffic light cameras. They was they, and, and then, it together. but you want to know what the uh, on this show what caught the evidence was somebody's ring camera on the front of their. I think they had a ring camera on the front of their business. Mm. A ring, and that's the thing you're not camera. even thinking about these cameras on people's houses Something, now. Something if, if 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 it has a camera attached to it, it's like even our cameras. They, as soon as it captures a motion, mm-hmm. it starts recording. Yep. Oops. It starts a motion. So, like you said, conduct yourself as as if somebody's always watching. Because somebody's always watching. Somebody you can't always, see them, but somebody can see you. And it, if, if it ain't somebody, it's, it's somebody's something. camera. It's yeah. somebody's technology yeah. that's capturing it. It is. Um, so, yeah, I, man, I, social media and is And it's almost a, spooky. It's, it's spooky, but at the same time, it has been life-saving or it has been very informative for us to have so much stuff captured on camera. Because, you know, listen, just like George Floyd, like, you know. That's the only time it don't work. No, but I'm saying that's the time <laughs> that we've been able to understand and say, no, it did happen. This is not a matter of he said, she said. No, we've seen this with our own eyes on camera. Mm-hmm. Now y'all argue with that. Same thing with this Jacob Blake. Now y'all argue with that. You know, We've seen it. Um, we seen I was it. listening to a report today, and I accidentally seen a video. Um, it's disheartening. It's very disheartening. A lot of times when stuff like this happens, I'll admit I'm one who don't watch the videos. I still to this day, still to this day, have not seen a video of George Floyd. Still to this day, I have uh. not seen it. Because it, it, it upsets me. And then it's almost like, it's not that I'm trying to ignore it. It's just, it's, I've seen a whole bunch of other ones to the point now where I'm like, I don't want to see it 
no more. And it's not like because I don't see it, it goes away. But it's just I my as a black man seeing another black man gunned down is just too much for me to see this. I thing get it, over but that's the danger of it too. Is that we become desensitized to it, where it's like, oh well, it's another black person that's gone. No, it's not an oh I'm not well. Say, I'm not saying that in yeah. your case, but I'm saying we have to be very careful about not becoming desensitized to Absolutely. it, Absolutely. so that we ignore it, and then it's like it does not get the press and the attention that it needs. And I, we talked about this last night. There's two sides to that thought. Mm-hmm. You know that okay, it's recorded. All right, it's recorded. Now that kind of helps to defend this person's case, situation, what happened. But on the other side, I I can understand how families feel like I don't want to keep reliving this every 10 seconds that I, you know, turn on the news or I turn to Facebook or social media page and now it's replaying there. It's two sides of it, but I feel like without George Floyd's death being recorded, we would not be making some of the progress. And we got miles, millions of miles of progress to make, but we would not have made the small progress in some cases and situations and policies that we've made without it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a catch 22 on one hand it's beneficial because now you can't argue with it. Now it's pretty clear cut. Um, but on the other hand, it's like you do, it's like, it's just too much. It's overwhelming. You know, it, it really feeds into people's trauma. You know, it, it makes people to relive things that they don't want to relive or experiences that they don't want to relive. Get that part. Mm-hmm. But, the cameras are there and they sometimes they work in for us and sometimes they work in against us. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I, and I said it earlier, just a few seconds ago, like, unfortunately it seems like when it, when a, when a situation with the black person is caught on camera, that's the time where it seemed like it doesn't work in our benefit. Mm-hmm. It's like, like this case that just happened in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You clearly seen what happened. Yeah. What? Don't get now, me started I understand. I understand. People got to go through just process, but they be like, or due process. But it's like the the county is reviewing this situation, and they're on a uh, paid administrative leave. And it's like, what else is there to review? I mean, they that they was holding on to this man's shirt, walking as he's away. walking to the car. They're holding on to his shirt, and then while you have one hand holding on to his shirt, you take your gun out the holster and shoot this man. Both of y'all shooting this disarming your gun, discharging your guns on him at the same time that's ridiculous holding his shirt so my thing is even if you suspect it and you want to you know oh he has a knife oh he might have a gun he didn't have it at that time clearly he was moseying himself to the car and then come to find out three of his kids are in the car in the car i think think one one of them is their birthday yeah one three and eight i think Nate, ridiculous traumatized for the rest of their lives you know now the dad is saying that he'll probably never walk again Oh, I didn't hear it today. Look, the, as much money he's probably about to get paid, they're going to find some technology for him to walk again. Because he's a... And, and I'm not trying to make this about a money thing, but he's about to probably sue their socks off. I'm just glad that he's alive and those those three babies didn't lose their daddy. You know but what I mean? you know they're up there protesting right now, too. Oh, and I'm, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it doesn't 
create another ripple effect across this country, especially if they get to talking about we not we don't have enough evidence and he who who shot John and that wasn't you know in his case he was doing this so we did that and our reaction I don't want to hear it Mm -mm. I I literally do not there's no justification for this man to be shot in the back seven times while you are pulling on his shirt doing it out there I don't want to hear it Mm -hmm. I just don't want to hear it. Mm Yeah, it's 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 terrible. That could have been you. That could have been my nephew. That could have been my father. That, that could have been anybody. Thing, I want to hear it. Seeing that type of stuff too, it's one of those things to where that's where my brain kind of goes a little bit too. Because yeah. I'm like, that's the reason why it's kind of hard for me to watch it. Because I'm like, it it's almost like I see my face on his body. Absolutely. And and it and it's it's it kind of makes you fearful. Like, gosh. Then. We see another video, and I know there there there's ratios of things that it's kind of like some people, some things you see, some things you don't. But th- this white guy was walking around with a knife. Oh yeah, and they want to talk him down. They want to talk. Did you see that? I didn't. I seen one. I don't know if it was this, the this same was one just, that you're talking I just seen about. It yesterday. No, I, just I didn't see that night. one. I've this seen guy a different is one. walking around pointing knives at the police, and they pointing their guns at him like, "Get on the ground!" And they t- put the knife down. And then they, they, I think one cop came up and ran him with a car. And then they disarmed him. Peacefully, the peacefully, they gonna put the cuffs on him and throw him in the back. And I'm like, just saying. I think I don't know if it's something about just the the black man. It, you're feared. If we're feared, to you the are point feared. Where like, Ain't no if. So it's just like when I see those videos, it puts my I, I see my face. Then it's like I see my son's face on there. Like it, it just it, that, those are the, so I think. I don't like seeing it because I'm like, that could be me. You know, me, I, I be thinking to myself like today, today is Taco Tuesday. I said, you know what? Let me run down to the store real quick. And God forbid, let's just say it was a um, busted taillight on my car. Mm-hmm. And then they pull me over and they see a black man. Does fear jump through their body? Mm-hmm. And then they like already on guard because it just happens to be a black man. With a nice truck mm-hmm. in, a in a nice, nice neighborhood, neighborhood. Yep. pulling up to a nice Kroger, yep. just going to go get some shells, some meat, and and you know some seasoning and some eggs. I'm 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 innocently just you know done worked all day. Done worked all day, and I'm like it's Taco Took Tuesday. Took care of your kids, and I'm just going to go get some uh, some some stuff That's for the tacos. I'm, I'm only going to spend about twenty dollars in this store. And it's only going to take me about 10 minutes and can mess around and almost lose my life for a simple thing, probably as a tail light. And that's why I said the injustice in this country, especially towards black and brown people, cannot be um, uh, prevented because of class, because of education, because of status, job, nothing. It just can't. It just can't. You cannot work your way out of it. You cannot live in a different neighborhood out of it. You cannot speak the king's English out of it. You cannot. You just can't. So that that's why we are set back, if you will. That's why we're two steps back instead of being two steps ahead because no matter how hard we work on our jobs, no matter how faithful we are to our families, no matter how great of parents that we are, how hard we work, where we live, what we drive, anything that we accomplish, it is not going to exempt you from being in the same situation as George Floyd or Jacob Blake. Mm -hmm. It's just not. 
And that's unfortunate because when it comes to white privilege, on the other hand, they're going to ask questions first and then react later. But for us, we gonna, they're going to react first and then going to ask questions later. Mm-hmm. And that is just the construct, the social construct of racism, systemic racism in this country. And it has to be changed. It has to be dismantled from the top all the way down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen just in a summer 2020. It's going to have to happen over the next decade, the next century. It's going to have to happen over time by laws, policies being changed. And so, yes, okay, they're giving us Juneteenth. Now, maybe in 2021, all these corporations that gave people Juneteenth Juneteenth off in 2020 prayerfully are going to remember that they did and say, okay, we're going to make it official in 2021. But it is not just enough. We are still condensed to only being celebrated in February. Mm-hmm. And then now you want to give us some recognition for Juneteenth in, in, in June now. Mm-hmm. But it, it needs to be 365 days of the year. It's just, just being, like just, McDonald's just model. Being, just being equal. Black 365. Period. You know what, though? I will say this. It's not about it's not about being equal. It's about being equitable. And there's a difference. Because really, in this country asking for black people to be equal with white people is a long shot okay Mm -hmm. but be equitable understand that we are suppressed and oppressed by systems that are beyond us Mm -hmm. so be able to be equitable and understand that we probably will never have the opportunity to be equal because redlining is a system right yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so we, we ain't going to never just be equal. But, but, Somebody got to be oppressed. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. But what I'm saying is equal in the sense of, yeah, e- equality, equitable. Um, but do, just don't look at my skin and then downplay me when you see my the color of my skin. And, you know, when we talk about um, inclusion, uh, don't just put me on a board or invite me to the room or invite me to a conversation simply because I'm black. Consider me because of the qualities that I have and don't overlook me, even though I have the qualities. Because I'm black. Because I'm black. Right. You know, but I will say this, though, and I will give praises to where praises are due. Unfortunately, it took a lot of situations for us to now be having these open dialogues. And but what I will say is what I will say, I'm not going to be that person that's just. Oh, now that we, you know, you now you want to pay attention to us. I, I do feel that in my heart too. Like it took us all this for y'all to start paying attention, and it's still not enough because now it's we still got a whole another incident. But, or however, I will say, I do. I think, I genuinely think, I genuinely think, some people are either starting to recognize. Oh, it is this way for you. And or people are really like, you know what? We can't hide in our own shell. We actually got to start. We got to deal with this thing. Because I've even even within my job, you know, and and like I said, for those who are just now listening, I don't speak about where I work because I do work for a Fortune 500 company and they have strong social media policies. So I keep the company that I work for out of the out of my mouth because if I say anything that they don't agree with, you can't come for me. But um or I don't want you to come for me. But um 
like today we had a conversation. You know, we had a Skype meeting, and it was about, you know, uh, the question came up from a manager. What can we do to improve um, inclusion? That was a question. What can we do to improve? To make the environment more inclusive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people laugh at me. Some of my teammates laugh at me. One of them sent me a Skype on the side, like, how did this turn into the Terrence show? And I think I'm not afraid to talk about it. And it, it for me, it's kind of it's kind of funny, but it's that upsetting at the same time because you got a lot of people that's still afraid to talk about it. And but what I've done too, some people I've had I had three people send me a message on the side, three white people. Hey, can I ask you a question after this Skype? Yeah, sure. Yo, I didn't say anything in the meeting because I didn't know if it was going. But you seem like you open to talk. And this is what I, this is another thing that I was going to say. I hope I'm not jumping all over the place. Mm-hmm. When it comes to having these conversations, I think, and I'm speaking specifically to black people, we can't be afraid to have the conversation or make it un- or make it uncomfortable. I think we have to be open to the conversation to hear all sides because racism does exist, and I'm not ignorant of that. However, I think some people do some things that are racist and don't and don't even have knowledge of, of what they're doing is racist. For instance, and I've said this before, there's certain things to us that's a trigger. If if just say when you're describing a black person, just say a black person or African American person. When you say something like, "Oh, he was a colored per- a colored person," to us, that's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's racist. To them, some people, some white people, or people of other cultures might be like, well, I wasn't trying to be racist. I was just trying to describe a person enough color. See, this is where I was, well, this is where I would pause you, is that the same way that black people, African Americans, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. the same way that we are very conscious about how we move and how we interact in white spaces mm-hmm. is the same way that white people have to become more conscious. And they do. And so what I'm saying is we can't give people passes and say, okay, well, maybe they just don't know any better. No, no, no. Because here, here, at this let point. Me, let me finish. Let me finish, though. Because at finish. this point. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish my statement. That's about to be obsolete. Let me finish it my statement. It is obsolete. Let me finish my statement. That's where I was going. I said, this is why I said we can't be afraid to have the conversations because if they say something that could be offensive, that's where your one black friend, that's, I, I jokingly say that to people like, yo, call on that one black friend that you might have because if you say something like, oh, you know, um, the guy, he had on a black shirt and some um, white Nikes. Well, who can you tell me a little bit more about? Oh, he was colored. Whoa, as a black person, is our due diligent to not let it slide, but to say, yo, hey. But, I don't think- but man, you're talking about two different things because this is the benefit of white privilege is what I'm trying to share with you. No, 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 no. My point is if if I, the lady that said it to us when we was doing the rental thing and she was, we was like, uh, she was describing a lady that was looking at the property and she was like, uh, she's a person of color. I said, <laughs> just say black or African-American. I corrected her. Right then, like, look, if you say that around anybody else, that, that's going. I'm telling you now, that's going to be offensive. So I think it's just one of those things to where I can either get mad at that person for saying it 
or maybe you don't know, so let me tell you, yo, that's offensive. Then, but how many people are you gonna tell? If it if it if it crosses my path, I will. How many times? Every single time. So if it happens a million more times, a million times, you're gonna stop that person and say, "Hey, you you know that's not appropriate." For in, like for instance, our massage therapist. She corrected me on this show, and she's correcting me other times because I would say, "Oh, masseuse." No, I'm not a masseuse. No, I I'm get all that, but therapist. I'm saying you're committed to saying every I've time. S- no, listen to what I'm saying. You're you're saying you're committed to each time a white person makes a improper, a inappropriate reference to, about black people, or are not posturing themselves appropriately in a setting of multiple races, mm-hmm. you're going to take the time to stop and to correct them. If it comes across me, I'm not just going to let it slide and say, yo, it, I think if I'm in the room and I have an ability to correct it, it's my due diligence to correct it. If, if I, Like, for instance, today in the meeting, if somebody was to say, you know, colored person, <laughs> pause, wait a minute. No, you I mean, can't. I'm just, I'm just asking that because, that, I mean, if that's your commitment level, that's great. Mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes that is the enabling behavior that perpetuates this whole white supremacy, in a sense, or perpetuates the white privilege. Mm-hmm. Because my thing is nobody set us down. What white person set us down and said, any of us, you, your mama, your grandparents, anybody, and set us down and said, oh, um, that's not how you address us or that's not what you say. My point to we you. We was beat into submission. That's anyway. my point. Yeah. My point to you is because we had no choice. We didn't have the, we didn't have the option to be able to show up in a space, in a professional setting, Maybe I'm going to show up this way today. I'm going to show up this way tomorrow. We know. It was if you're going to be in this space, then this is how you conduct yourself. This is how these are the words that you use. This is how you um, communicate. This is the expectations here in this professional environment. My point to you is that systematically, systemically, we are structured. We are molded. Mm-hmm. To show up in spaces, which is predominantly in a white space, I say that air quote, a certain way. But at the same time, we take the time to try to educate and justify and correct our white counterparts. But we're not giving that those same allowances. What do you mean? Black get. people, we're not we we don't get those same courtesies. We don't get that same patience a lot of times, or we don't get the same, you know. Okay, I'll get it right next time. So what I'm saying is, we have to just be careful because everyone has an individual responsibility to educate yourself, okay, on how you're to show up that you're not offensive on either side. Yeah, but I I hear what you're saying, but I'm. But I'm saying if you're, I, I'm saying that I'm a little say, confused on why you're saying that. I'm that. saying that because you're saying you're willing to take the time every time an incident cross your path to stop and correct and say, "Hey, um, that that might not be appropriate." Here's, and I'm like, no, because what's wrong with that? 
if that's your commitment, nothing's wrong with it. But what I'm saying is, so if you on so the flip side, me. on so, the flip side, we're not giving the same courtesy. People, my, my point is, is everybody needs to take I, ownership my, and accountability for how you show up and what and identify that, what your biases are. I get it, and what your perceptions are, so you can show up to a space appropriately, whether you're white or whether you're black. Yeah, I get it. But my point is, I said I don't think we should be able to. I don't think we should be afraid to have those conversations. So my point. Is, I get not being afraid. I'm just saying, how many on, times let, you got to keep me, having that conversation? Like, are you people, willing to be that teacher for the next million people? It's not that I'm being a teacher. It's just if we're in conversation, if somebody to me is no different. If hold on, hear me out. Hear me out before you shut down. Hear me I ain't shut down. I'm just you, like you over there good shaking for you. your head. You shaking. Your, if somebody, if I'm in a room and somebody is like, okay, uh, Clarence, I'm gonna be like, yo, my name is Terrence. That's but but that's about me. So. If you say that's, a color that's person, directed towards me. But if I'm in a room and I'm the black person and a white person says colored, I get that's all directed that. towards I, me. It is very case specific. I get all that. But, but what point, I'm saying is, you're willing to be the person for each person that says something that is if I'm in not the room, appropriate. If I'm in the and room, see for me, I'm not. Here, I'm not. Now, if it impacts me directly, now I feel like I'm going to do that sometimes, but I'm not about to do that every time because my thing is just like I have to learn but and, see, but and I have to educate I think, myself I think to show the difference, up. I think Other the people do too. I think the difference is it's my personality. And yeah, I, I'm not about to do that. Because every if, I, time. if I'm in a room and if I'm in a room and I'm in a meeting and there's seven people in there and I might be the only black person in there and they say, Oh yeah, uh, we seen the gentleman in the other. Um, we was in a room. We was in another meeting with another colored guy, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, hey, just say black or African American." Yeah, and I'm I, be looking like, "Did they say colored guy?" See, and for me, I'm not. I'm not gonna let it slide. I'm not gonna let now, it. Now, if I have a relationship with you, that's I don't different. care if I got a relationship that's with my, you. Or that's not. what I'm saying. That's why I ask. So every single person. Now, for me, if I have a relationship with you, and I feel like you mean well, and you just had a slip of the tongue. Then maybe I'll pull you and to the might, side and be like, be some, "It might hey, be some hit or misses because I'm not doing that for when I was, person." When I was in this meeting about two weeks ago, and it was about thirty eight of us on the meeting, and in yeah, and, and the Skype, and somebody had said something, and I made a correction, which 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 um uh turned into three people sent me a message like, "Yo, can I ask you a question offline?" So that's different. I'm just no, saying. it's not different. It is different. No, it's it not is different. different. Because if I was some... in a meeting with a small amount of people, somebody within that group said something. I made a correction, and it. I think what it did. Well, not even what I think. What I know that it did. It broke the ice because I said it in a Terrence Dorsey way. Me being me, I get that. But hold I'm... on, hold on. Let me finish. I said it in my way to where other people felt comfortable. Three other people sent me a message like, yo, mm -hmm. can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. And we had the conversation. Now, I'm not saying I'm about to go out here and change the world, but if, I, if I'm if no, i in a room. Should. huh? You should change the world. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not saying that I'm going to be the one. I'm not going to be the Sean King. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to be Terrence Dorsey. And if I hear somebody, just like if I'm in a room and somebody, like I said, if somebody says my name wrong, I'm going to be like, yo, my name ain't Lawrence. It's Terrence. Like, yo. The reason why I say it's different is because if they recognize based off of something that you've said and it's pricked them and triggered them to say, you know what, 
hey, let me get with him to see, you know, kind of check and see where I am. And maybe I got some questions. Maybe I'm not understanding. That's different. They took some initiative. But I'm not about to sit up here and chase people down one at a time and say, you know what? What you said is out of order. You should say this versus that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be in a meeting calling everybody out. I'm not doing that. I'm not because I feel like the first part of change is recognizing within yourself. But what if they didn't know that what they was doing was wrong? Just like it, just like it pricked those three people to call you or send you a message. I pointed out the error. Okay, but you talked about it and they recognized something in themselves. They like, oh whoa, that struck them. They recognized something in they in themselves. Oh, hmm, that hit me. He stepped on my toe with that one. Let me follow up with him. But if that's not hitting you, it's not striking you, and it's going over your head, I'm not about to pull you to the side. I'm not about to have any extra conversations because for me, you have to be ready to receive. And to me, they're ready if they're coming to you saying, hey, I got a question. That's different. But just be calling people out, oh, hey, by the way, you no, you need to recognize we are in this climate, in this country, and you need to figure out how you show up every day in it. And I'm not saying we but as black people. But you might be that black person that might be able to inform them, though. It's, I'm not. I'm not doing that one at a, one person at a time. I'm, I'm not, not saying it's that. one person at a time. I'm just saying if it happens to be somebody that makes an, a, a a wrong. You made an impression on them, so they reached out to you. That's no, different. no, no. I, but I'm no, not doing that. I think you are totally missing what I'm saying. I'm saying if I'm in a room and I'm the black guy that's in there, and somebody says something wrong, I feel like it's my due diligence if I'm in the room. To me, it is is what well, maybe I mean in that point from that point of view. Okay, let's y'all, just say y'all just said you. Okay, we in a room, we in a conference room, and somebody said those niggers. Of course, I'm gonna be like, say what now? Wait a minute. But to Pause. me saying, but to me saying those colors is no different. If, it's not. But I'm saying that's a specific incident. But I'm not about to go around the round table every time somebody say something and just be calling people out, correcting. That's my. That's all I'm saying to your point. But if you come to me because you have questions and you feel like I know she's going to not judge me, I know she's going to talk to me and help me to understand and not look at me any differently. That's different. But I'm not about to sit up here because. 20 people in the office are saying things that are racially inappropriate, and then I'm going to call each and every one out, out on what they said or didn't say. But yeah, no, I'm not I doing think, that. I think, I think between me and you, the bottom line is personality. It is. I think it's personality. I, for me personally, because there are certain things that I know because of my personality, I can get away with it. You probably could. But and, and, and our tolerances think, are I, different too. Yeah, and our talk. I think if you was to say it though, your eyebrows would probably be way. They would be because I'd be like, say what? Because I'm giving you you and you know me. I'm the I'm gonna give the person the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you didn't know any better. And then if it gets hostile, then I knew. Then now I know where you stand. Sometimes it's maybe you didn't know no better, and sometimes it's tr- you a person trying to see how much they can get off. And I'm gonna stop you. So that's what I'm saying. And I'm and if, you, you. if you're one of those people trying to see how far, how much you can get off, you, that's intentional. Now, now that's I know, intentional. I'm now not going to keep stopping that and, and the good thing asking for me, questions about that. And no. now the good thing for me is I know where me and you stand. I know where me and this person stands, or this person stands with people like me. Mm-hmm. So now you know I know. No, but, we can agree. We can agree on that. But yeah, but that, but that's just me. That's just my personality. And you've seen me do it before. You see me be like, huh, no, bro, hey, just say black or African-American. We good. And, and it'd be, say, just, it'd and be saying, as simple as that. And I'm quiet looking like. 
And see, you what? over there, you over there thinking. I'm processing like, did they? What did, did they just say? What I think they said? And like, I'm and I'm thinking in my head, huh? Hmm, maybe I'm a black guy sitting in this room, and you had the audacity to say that. Let me. And then if they and then, then if I say that, and they be like, oh no 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 no, I didn't mean any any harm. Then it's like, okay, maybe this person didn't know. But then if maybe, they and, maybe they did, maybe they, they acting right now saying yeah, they didn't and maybe know. They, they maybe they could harm. be acting. But if then if they apologize and say, oh, my apologies, I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, then you move on. I mean, then I'm not you saying you with, walk around here angry. I'm not saying like I'm gonna walk around here and be angry at the world because you said something inappropriate. No, you give people certain graces. I'm not saying that at all. I'm you just, know, I give people a lot of graces. I'm just saying we have to be careful because of Except how. For my time. I'm just saying based on how our system and our society is set up at this point, especially now in tw- in, in August of 2020, listen, you should buy, by now you should have asked yourself a whole bunch of questions over this summer. I don't care what color you are. And you have to be more conscious about how you show up and what you say and what you do regardless but sometimes so you just can't just because and that's where i'm saying that's where the white privilege sometimes come into play because it's like i'm not going to be held accountable just like that lady in the park with the dogs mm-hmm. with the dog mm-hmm. she felt like she knew what she was doing but she felt like because my privilege i was going to get a pass so mm-hmm. i can go ahead and get this off mm-hmm. and that's what i mean i'm not about to sit up no. here and keep on chasing these people like her down mm-hmm. trying to make my case about how you're inappropriate no you know you're out of order and you want to sit up here now and be like oh well i didn't mean to no you meant to she definitely you meant, meant to, to. so meant i don't want to hear about this fake apology about oh i didn't mean to no you meant to and so that's what i'm saying when you have a hundred of them a thousand of them no i'm not about to sit up here and keep correcting everything you saying to me and because you really meant to say what you said yeah, if you if, meant to say what you said, if they mean it, then there's no How point. How you know they mean it though? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But my thing is, like the lady in the park, she meant that. We know exactly where you stand. If a person is in a room and they just maybe they innocently say, describing a colored person, then it's like, yo, hey, no, just say black or African American. I hear you. I mean, but, we can go the, back and forth then, all day on it. But, but but if they look at me and be like, "No, I said what I said," then it's like, "Oh." Nine times out of ten, who's gonna say, who's going to say that in two in twenty twenty? There's some people that's bold. No, I've, but no, I've 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 ran into that. I've ran into it. it's like, "Oh no, bro, I didn't mean any offense by it." And it's like, okay, so they be like, and then it's like, uh, then there might be some questions that follow up or some there's some dialogue that follows up with it. But then it, I I can't say that I've run into somebody that's just been like, "No, I meant what I said." Like, this is the thing. It's a a word called microaggressions. Mm -hmm. And these microaggressions are almost kind of what we call shade. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I'm going to see if I can get this off. I'm going to, you know... I'm going to use this. I'm going to, no. And that's what I mean. Like that stuff exists to the point where it's mass, where we don't recognize it. We don't call it out. Now, if I know you, so, kinda, if I know you throwing shade, then I'm looking at you like, okay, now I, I see who you are for who you really are. Now I, that I'm not going to correct. Cause it's what like, I'm saying I know, is, I know what you're trying to do. What I'm saying is people will say that people will not identify that they have just participated and delivered this microaggression because it's like, it can be masked. It can be hidden. It can look like, oh, I didn't mean that. So that's how can you identify? So it's exhausting. Everybody needs to do their own work, period. That's all I got to say. If everybody has to do their own work in order for us to really move forward in this country and and racial equity, period. Everybody just got to do their own work. 
Examine yourself, examine your traditions, examine how you see people, your biases. Everybody has to do their own work. Agreed. You got any more Dr. Dorsey? I don't. Because I know, I know, I know the reason why you come from this angle I'm is because done. this is this is what you do for your job. You do a, hold on, let me finish. This is what you do for your job. You you do a lot of statistics, so you see it from that vantage point. I do, and I'm and, like, no, everybody I, getting the passes. I'm sorry. Uh, you see it from the vantage point because you do this kind of professionally. Uh, you deal with you know racial uh, inequities and stuff like that. So you do a lot of research. So you see it from that lens. So whenever I come and I say something kind of like contradicting. Oh, everybody's okay. It's fine. I'm just like, no, 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 no. That, I didn't say. I know, but that's, okay. I'm saying that's how me and you, but heads, because I feel like you're like, giving on, people the pass. No, nobody's giving nobody a pass. I just said, that's how I feel sometimes. So that's where me and you butt heads. That's where we butt heads because you see it from the professional standpoint and i'm telling i'm telling you the way i see it so i get that's where me and you butt heads because you do it professionally and if it goes against your professional thing you're and my like, personal beliefs it's not just professional it's just like no you, i've been in racial situations personally and i'm like no you can't sit up here and tell me you didn't mean to no you meant to mm-hmm. i just called you out on it mm-hmm. like no yeah but you haven't you know when have you been racially discriminated against when how Not, often? I haven't really dealt with it um, in a blatant sense. That's what I'm saying. So me and you have two different perspectives on it based on our experiences. So it's like for me, I'm like, no, you can't sit up here and keep telling me it's raining and but you peeing on my head. No, like I know what I felt. I know what you said and how it made me feel. I saw it. And so... That's okay a couple times, but I'm not gonna just get just be handing out a whole pocket full of passes. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel about but it. But you know, I think like I, I'm not. I think, Do your work. I think for me, I'm not gonna say that I've never dealt with racism. Uh, I haven't dealt with it in a blatant like click click. I'm shooting racism at you, where some people have some 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 black people, many black people have. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I have. I can't say that I'm one who, and and the reason why, and maybe I have, but because I have such a personality where I'm like, look, you, it's hard to offend me. That's it, my whole point. It's hard to offend me when I don't even know you. It'd be times I have to calm you down when, when we driving. Oh, you want to burn my bridges, bridges? Listen, you you be like you be going off on a person. You be going off on a person. I'll be like, babe, this is only five seconds of your life. Let it go. You will never see that person again. Why they cut me off? Like I'll be like, you'll never see that accident. You about to have your whole day ruined for a person you don't even know. And I think that's the reason why for me, a lot of stuff, if if it has happened to me. You just I, probably I, ignored it. You I probably ignored it because I'm like, I'll never deal with you another day in my life. So I'm not about to give you, I'm not about to waste energy on you. Okay. So Noah's eight. Mm-hmm. He's experienced it, right? Mm-hmm. Because a couple times he didn't experience it. But I'll give you, I'll give you a, a situation that happened last year. We're in the store up here waiting on Jade to come out of her, um, from a birthday party with her friends. We go in the store. This little white boy is with his mother in the store. He has a cell phone. He is following Noah and me up and down the aisle. Well, Noah brought it to my attention. Mommy, he's following us. I said, no, he's not following us. Maybe they're just going up down the same aisle. 
right? Mm-hmm. We finally, we go, I mean, every time we was up and down the aisle, he was up and down the aisle, up and down. I mean, this went on for about 15, 20 minutes. So finally, we're, um, I said, okay, let's go ahead. It's time to go pick Jade up. On the way out the door, on the way out the door, the little boy has his phone up recording us, recording Noah. His mother is out the door. Now, he's probably about seven, eight, okay? His mother is out the door. He's recording to the point he's backing out the door because he's recording us all the way to the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Noah was highly upset, okay? He had a whole bunch of questions that I had to explain to my son. So, I was like, why would he do? I was just disturbed by it. Why would he do that? What was he doing that for? What was the purpose? I'm trying to explain this to Noah. People do things. It just don't make no sense. Fast forward. We go to church. <laughs> we go into church. The kids have their phones. I'm in the sanctuary. They're in their classes. Noah texts me. He's here. I said, who's here? The boy that was recording me in the store. He's here. I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. Get up. Go down the hall to the class, standing there waiting on his mama. Because I'm like, I need to talk to your mama. I said, show sure enough, Noah, that's him. Mama, I said, can I talk to you for a minute? Pull her to the side in the hallway. This is my son. Me and my son were in the store the other day, and your son recorded us while we were in the store. She says, oh, yeah, I, I told him he shouldn't do that. So I'm sitting there looking at her. Noah's, you know, by this time the kids, they behind your back looking like, what you about to do, mommy? Mm-hmm. So I said. Where was I at on this Sunday? You didn't go. I'm, maybe it was DJing or something. I don't know. Okay. But. I remember this, but, but I, remember, the, I, was I said, so why was he recording my son? I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, I don't know. I just told him he shouldn't do that, and that's not right. I said, that's very offensive. We felt very uncomfortable. My son was very upset. So you probably need to have a conversation with your son about recording and following black people up and down the aisles and recording them because it's highly inappropriate. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I don't know why he did that. I'm sorry. You know, and he goes on. So my point to you is again, now I had to sit up, sit our son down, mm-hmm. explain. I'm trying to hold back and be professional. Cause I could have fell apart with that lady. Like totally lost it. Mm-hmm. Could have just acted a plum fool. Didn't. Because I'm trying to show, at the time, Jade was there too. I'm trying to show our kids, you have to confront it. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with it because your feelings are valid. But you can't just fly off the handle either because now that's going to create a whole nother problem too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, I'm not about to sit up here and make no ex- excuses and no whole bunch of explanations as to why this lady's doggone baby son is trained to follow black people up and down the aisle. Yeah, something going on there. So that's my point. I ain't got time to be going around here talking to people and, oh, well, you know what? That's not right. Talk to your son. You, no, you should know. You should have set your son down and said, hey, we don't do that. And she, if, if she did, this is how you know this is not happening in her household. Because if she did, she would have said, you need to get over there right now and apologize to him. Mm-hmm. And you should never do this. You know what I mean? It was none of that. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm not about to sit up here and just keep making up excuses or giving out passes or whatever because I have children, too. They're watching me, too. 
No. <coughs> so that's why I feel the way I feel too. Mm-hmm. But do people need to be educated? Sure. But do something with the education. Don't just get the education, let it go in one ear and out the other and continue to do what you're doing. And then now the next black person has to have the same conversation with you that the previous black person had. Yeah. Do something with it. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that one. That That's confusing. <coughs> Why are you coughing? You know, back know. in the day we would say you're okay. But now during this time, <coughs> what you coughing is one of them things where you're like, you good? You good? Be you quiet. been around somebody today that yeah. we need to know about? I hope not, Jesus. You over there oh, I gotta get a Corona test. Ooh. You gotta stick something up your nose. Why you gotta get a Corona test? Cause I gotta get a colonoscopy. Mm. Doggone, I gotta get it tomorrow too. Mm. Shoot. Well, thank you for saying that. Hey, you know. See, I have to tell y'all next week I'm getting a colonoscopy and an endoscopy. Y'all pray for me. Yeah. Oh, I hate taking a prep. If I didn't correct you in that moment, you would have I would have forgot. See, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. See what I'm saying? Anywho, Negro, please. I am DJ Dorsey. And I'm Maya Dorsey. Thank y'all for listening. This has been another edition of the Dorsey Den Podcast. Until next time. <laughs>